Welcome to the AI Generated Podcast. I'm your human host, Isaac. I'm a computer science and audio engineering student. And I'm your other human host, Kelsey, and I'm a fashion design professor and Twitch streamer a little bit. Television personality. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> We're being held against our will by a multinational corporation who won't let us go until we've taught their AI American popular culture. On today's episode, in hopes of freeing ourselves, we've given their AI every episode of Seinfeld and asked it to generate new episodes of the show. I don't have a melody for the song yet. That sounded good. You know, Should I, just I do that? have a theremin. <laughs> we could I do, do too. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Good. We could do, what if we did a theremin duet for the <laughs> a intro? A theremin duet. I did not expect you to also have a theremin. I thought that was going to be my cool thing, Isaac, but like, I, I, I forgot cool that thing. we're the same human. <laughs> <laughs> With 10 years difference. Yes. The Hey I Generated podcast has been synchronously composed by a number of intelligent computer programs designed to mimic the tone of a data set of texts. This internet radio show seeks to harness this technology for meaningless tasks. All right, here's the table read of the first AI-generated episode of Seinfeld that I know of. We have uh, Carol Wiley playing Jerry. We got Theo Kaufman playing the stage directions. We got uh, Kelsey Thornton playing Elaine and Sir John Hargrave playing Kramer. And I'll be playing George. Let's uh, let's get started. What's the deal with public showers anyway? Well, I guess some people just like the fact that they're public. You know, Jerry, I really don't want to take a shower in front of you. Elaine, you took a shower in front of me yesterday. That was different. <laughs> How? Well, I was clean. Kramer enters clean, too. <laughs> clean? Well, I washes. <laughs> I know, I just like the idea that somebody out there knows what I'm doing. George enters, dirty. <laughs> hey. Hi, George. Hey. So, dirtier? Yeah, and there's an even filthier bathroom upstairs. I'll meet you downstairs. Okay. Elaine leaves with Kramer. They both laugh. Did you floss today? Takes off his shoes and puts on the desk. Not yet, buddy. I know, guy. I'm shocked. Well, I gotta make this work out last. Jerry, sit with me on this one. I'm not a sitter. Jerry, just for ten minutes, please. Pillow? George gives him a dirty look. <laughs> Jerry puts a pillow under his head. Guy lies down. <laughs> Hand covers Jerry's mouth. He can't tell if it's to Dord or not. Scene. <laughs> Alright, scene four. Oh, God. This one, this one prompt was just opening monologue. I know this may seem like a tough one to believe, but I swear to God it's true. In the fall of 1974, I took a cab from, taps his forehead, myself to the city morgue. I found a dead body, wrapped it up, went to the taxi stand, took another cab back to the morgue. The guy in the front seat had all the windows rolled down, so I started hitting them with the magazine. He got irritated, he started yelling at me, and that's when I noticed the Atlantic Monthly on his lap. It was dripping blood all over him. So I grabbed the magazine. I'm trying to get it out of his hands. 
I can't get a grip, so I start raining blows on his skull. <laughs> now that blows do not stick, see? The guy had no head. Scene. <laughs> he was being driven by a oh headless goodness. taxi man. Uh, <laughs> so that, that was an example of one that was like, that was, I'm like, okay, I want to put it in here just so people get a flavor of what these are like. The ones that are like Drifting this. Drifting towards edgier. But yeah. it's just like, yeah, really brutal descriptions yeah. of violence. Yeah. Oh, my God. The Atlantic Monthly dripping blood all over his head. <laughs> Raining <laughs> blows on his skull. Has yeah. Seinfeld ever said that no. in a routine before? No. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> then it was raining blows on his skull. <laughs> <laughs> all right, scene four. The prompt is, George, I've always wanted to eat those little Russian dolls. So that's what the prompt was. <laughs> I've always wanted to eat those little Russian dolls. Those, those are little Lucy's. Little... Oh, we got a new character, Estelle. Uh, Kelsey, you want to play Estelle? Is Estelle a character in Seinfeld? I think Sorry. it's a new made-up character. Okay, all right. I said Russian dolls, Kramer. All right. What are you going to order? I don't know. What do you recommend? Let me ask you something. Let's say that someone offered you a million dollars to eat one of those dolls. Would you do it? I don't know. I don't think about things like that. <laughs> well, you should think about it. I'm thinking about it. Well, how does it make you feel? Uneasy. Why? Well, I don't know. I've never thought about it before. <laughs> well, think about it now. How much would it take to make you feel like doing it? A million? Much less. <laughs> Mental patient opens his slash her slash its mouth and is shown to be eating the Russian doll. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Was I was Estelle a mental patient? I don't know. I have no idea. I just imagine it cuts to like a person in a ward that's like just What a twist ending. This is like Seinfeld in a fever dream. That's what we were saying. It's like a dream like. That is what we were yeah. saying. Yeah. All right. New scene. Jerry and George are heading toward George's apartment. Did you ever eat one? Yeah, years ago on a dare. I can't imagine anybody eating that thing. I had to go down on three of them. Let me ask you a question. What's the most disgusting thing you've ever done? If I had to pick one, it would have to be the time I went down on my father's urine. That was disgusting. <laughs> Did he want to see you do that? No, he just had a bladder infection. Scene. <laughs> <laughs> Out of nowhere, it just goes there. <laughs> what a punchline. So I gave it the prompt, I'm converting to Islam, which I thought would be a funny Seinfeld prompt, Like, because I think George does convert to a religion at one point. I believe it. And yeah. this is one where it, well, you'll see. We'll just, we'll just roll with it. Susan, are, are you ready? Uh, Kelsey? Oh, okay. As Susan, um, sure. Should I be doing different voices for all of these extra women? I think you're good. Just keep rolling with Susan. Okay. All right. All right, George. I'm converting to Islam. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Hey, you know, I was watching TV the other night, and Jerry was talking about this woman who was hitting on this guy, but the pervert was hitting on her, so she didn't react. Now, the pervert was a she, but Jerry thinks that all women are like that. Well, that's because all women are like that. Are they really? 
Yes, they are deceitful, demeaning, pedestalizing, vapid, pathetic, slave-driving, power-hungry, sex-crazed, money-grubbing, bossy-controlling, guilt-tripping, nose-picking, bastardizing, murdering, perverted, backstabbing, amoral, mangina-riding, throat-slitting, lipstick-smeared, pretentious, overrated, underserved, ball-crushing, clock-watching, causeless-waiting, hair-pulling, out-of-ornaments, having fun with women, walking, non-stop-chewing, dildo-chewing, barbecuing, oven-roasting, can-opener-using, ketchup-hating, bacon-slicing, sock-wearing, hoover-vacuuming, card-carrying, non-stop-thinking, carpet-mopping, supersized everything Sheesh. in life, consumably <laughs> egomaniacal, psychopathic, flesh-eating, subwoofer-tapping, sugary-sweet, baby-food-eating, cheating, lying, son of a bitch, in she from, married with children, who dumps him for us. <laughs> and then it cuts off. So... <laughs> Have you created the first misogynist AI? So that's what I'm saying. Is sometimes, it's inherently sometimes misogynist. it goes on these rants. It goes on these insane, crazy person rants. And I assume it's just like whatever it's on the internet that's like, you know, people that are in their own hate world that have written all these hate blogs or whatever. It's like learned from them. This is hilarious. Isn't that insane? Though. Like this description of a woman is like so. Like incel. <laughs> It's like it's like so incel as to be a uh, an parody. Yeah. Yes, yeah. a parody of itself. Yeah. It's it's it was hilarious. <laughs> I, I I thoroughly enjoyed reading it. I really liked um oven roasting, can opener using, catching ketchup hating, bacon slicing, sock wearing. That's good. Like that whole run <laughs> of like completely just like yeah, women love that stuff. And they hate, like, maybe they do hate ketchup. Yeah. <laughs> Women love mopping carpets Carpet. as well. What is subwoofer, t- subwoofer tapping? What, what is that? Um, well, that's, that sounds uh, yeah, awesome, actually. That sounds like a cool one. I guess you could break a subwoofer, probably, if you tapped on it. Uh. Like, like... <laughs> Speaker guys are like a misogynistic That's true. Class, the audio engineers sure. among us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> audio... Um, I was kind of life-changing to read that aloud. Should we keep going? Who's next? Oh, so I started All again. Right, this, one, uh, this one, I gave it a prompt. I said, Elaine says, I think Trump is going to win the election. What if Seinfeld was still on in 2016? Yeah, exactly. I think Trump is going to win the election. Really? If anyone can beat the machine, it's him. Kramer showing his thumbs up from the podium. I'm in. Scene ends. Setting the coffee shop. Jerry, Elaine, Kramer, and George are all sitting at a booth. So, Kramer, are you going to run for office? You know, my thesis was on how our leaders are largely ceremonial and that we don't really care about them. You think we could learn something from the Chinese? No, we were a lot more careful with our symbolism. Look at George. He's the focus of a lot of people's attention. Hey, I get it. I'm the guy. All right, your figures are all screwed up. How do you want to talk in billion? Oh, I'll get it. I don't doubt that for a second. Elaine chugs down the last of her soda. The manager approaches. Oh, who's playing the man? I'll play the manager. Excuse me, everyone. I'm going to need you to leave. Why? We were just here a minute ago. I'm sorry. We're closed for cleaning. But we just got here. The manager slamming the door on Elaine. You're all out of space. <coughs> George getting up. I'll tell you what, how about we clean up after ourselves, and you don't have to bother with it. 
Yeah, you see, you're not even doing us a favor. Closing up at 9.30, let's face it, you don't care about your customers. Scene. It's 9.30 p.m. That's a reasonable time to close. It's a coffee shop. (laughs) They do frequently get upset about things like that, though, on the show. Like, like, they're all incredibly cynical. Yeah, no. And they get mad. They're, like, really rude to waiters all the time. Like, like they're not polite people. (laughs) Uh, Scene five, where are we at? Jerry, the prompt I gave was, Jerry, I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. You're pregnant? Yeah, I didn't tell you. No, you didn't tell me you were pregnant. (laughs) I thought I didn't have to. You know, it's not a big deal. Yeah, it is a big deal. Big deal. How did this happen? I don't know. I was on the pill. What happened to the pill? (laughs) I don't know. I must have misplaced it. I'll go down to the corner market and get you some Accutane. (laughs) I don't want to hear about it. What? I said, I don't want to hear about it. I'm going back to work. What are you going to do? I'm going to be an impartial umpire. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that's such a thing that Kramer would go and try to do. A big thing about being an umpire. CNN's setting nightclub. I've been looking everywhere for this pill. I'm going insane on this thing. I'm convinced it was in my medicine cabinet. I looked under the sink. I even looked in the toilet. There's no way I misplaced it. It had to be somewhere in this apartment. It's gotta be. It's just not congruous with my memory. The thing is, is that I don't know where it is. I've gotten to the point where I can't function unless I find it. I don't know what to do. It's out there. It's gotta be around here. It's gotta be. I don't know what's going on inside of my head sometimes. <laughs> I like the fact that it was a joke about, like, the pill, but, like, a, it literally it started taking the drama about the pill. Like, couldn't yeah. find the pill. I thought that that's funny. <laughs> I know. Right, the singular, a, the pill singular he was trying pill to find. That yeah. prevents. And he's already pregnant. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like not going to do anything anymore. <laughs> and then he started looking for it inside a nightclub. Anyway. I think that was supposed to be his stand up. So it was like, okay, we're doing a stand up scene now. Oh, and his him talking about. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> bursts in with his underwear outside his pants. Oh my god! Oh, this is terrible. Kramer, what is it? I'd left my underwear in the limo. You what? And then to Helen, do you think he should go after that? Well, it's only natural to go after what you've been indulging yourself in. No, you've gotta go after the underwear. We all should go. Elaine, get your coat. Kramer yells as he leaves. (laughs) (laughs) Jerry and George enter, fighting. What is with you? I saw the pilot. They got rid of Cosmo. What? How? They changed the name. It's now Cosmos, but it's the same show. What are they going to do? You told them you saw the pilot. You can't back out now. I can't do it. Come on, it's just a name. You wouldn't go to a movie called Snapple. You'd go to see Squeezed. I've never heard of Squeezed. They'll come up with a new name. It doesn't matter. All right, Snapple. I can't do it. I can't. Do it for me. All right, Snapple. Ah! <laughs> cries out in joy. <laughs> George tries to leave, but runs into Kramer. Hey, George, where you been? What? How could you leave your underwear in that limo? Scene. <laughs> the callback. I like it. it, it, it it's definitely back. got the sitcom feel, yeah. 
Yeah, it's it it does do a good job of like setting up these like very strange sitcom situations. Um, it's so funny that it gets all of that out of the scripts. Next scene. The prompt for this one was Kramer and George look out the window in horror. So I was trying, I was edging it on a little bit, this one, but. Kramer and George look out the window in horror. Oh my God. What? What is it? A madman is after us. A deranged, deranged man. Newman's apartment. Elaine and Newman still sit on the couch, awaiting Kramer and George's arbitration. Carol is Newman, and then Kelsey is Elaine. All right, let's go. Roll. Well, I I think she's great. You know, she's smart, she's luckless. Yeah, yeah, but what about you? What do you like about her? Everything. She's everything I like about you. Everything? Everything. Kramer and George return from the hallway. Blood! Blood in the cab! (laughs) The madman's got us in his power! Help! We're being pursued! The madman scenario has taken its toll on Kramer and George. All right, that's it. We're going home. No, we can't. He's got us cornered. The only place to hide is the truth. What? What is the madman after? Blood? Our blood? Maybe. What are you saying? I'm saying, Elaine, that this man wants your blood, and yours in particular because it possesses some trait that he finds particularly attractive. Like intelligence? Like, like you. No, that's not possible. Newman raises a hand to quiet her. Perhaps even both of you together, represented as conjoined blood. Is that what he's after? Well... <laughs> scene. Scene. Well. <laughs> or is it well? Well. Once, I don't know. <laughs> What's the conjoined blood of Elaine oh and goodness. Kramer? <laughs> blood oath or something. All right. This prompt was George. I think I'm transgender. I couldn't resist. <laughs> it's too, it's too funny to begin with. I think I'm transgender. Oh, George is being transgender. You don't understand. This is personal. Well, of course it's personal. Who wouldn't be personally involved? I know I'm not the usual person. I know that. Not the usual what, George? Well, you know, a guy, originally. I know you're not a guy, George. You don't understand. I was obsessed with joining the Boy Scouts, you know. I think about it all the time now. I mean, even though I'm not a scout anymore, you know, I still think about it. Boy, did I ever put a damper on that. Jerry did that? Well, he tried to. I mean, he wouldn't let me go. You know that stupid camp out we did? Yeah, we did that stupid camp out. Well, it, you know, every time we camped out, I made an escape, you know. I tried to get out of it, you know. I told him I had to go see my father in the hospital and... Foes, I saw my father die. Jerry, you know, about your father. I know, I know, I know, I'm sorry. I had no right to bring up your past. Well, you know what I do with my past? I feed it to the dog. (laughs) Peter, we need a Peter. This is a made-up character. (laughs) Kramer, maybe you should go to a therapist. Scene. (laughs) (laughs) Obsessed. You know what I do with my past? I beat it to the dog. dog. It's like such a classic AI line. Yeah. Really authentic. (laughs) Yeah. Um, This was so funny. Um, Another opening monologue. Jerry, you ready? 
What's the deal with elevator operators anyway? You're in the building, you see people going in and out of the elevators all the time. Isn't there like a five second rule? You don't see people getting on, the doors don't close, you go. That's enough, I got him. That's it, the doors close. That's the end of the story. You see people getting on and off all the time. You go, that's enough, I got him. And yet, the doors never close. People go in and out of the elevators all the time. How can that be? It's unbelievable. Why do the doors never close? What is the deal with elevator operators? It's like an urban <laughs> myth. Do elevator operators all have the same story? Like one of them goes, yeah, we had to let him go. There was this girl in his life. She broke up with him and she couldn't take his calls. He wouldn't take no for an answer, so we locked him in there for three days. He wouldn't take no for an answer. We had to let him go. <laughs> wow. That's good. It's got the cadence, the, the Seinfeld cadence for sure. Elevator isn't operators. There like a, I, isn't there a five-second rule for elevators? Is so <laughs> If, if they should call this senile feld. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know it. It, it kind of lost the thread in the middle, but the there's something about that first part that does feel like there's something there. It's a good. It's a good little yeah. a little spiel. That like elevator operators, um, they only have one job. They get in there. And what? How did you? Lo- how would it be possible to lose your job as an elevator operator? There's something there. There's some kind of joke. Yeah. yeah. It's like if Seinfeld got a partial lobotomy. <laughs> yeah. That's good. All right. Next scene. Oh, this is good. I said uh, the prompt was Jerry. What's the deal with artificial intelligence anyway? What's the deal with artificial intelligence anyway? You know, it's hard to be a human, isn't it? It's not hard, Jerry. You just need to stay away from the cereal bowl. (laughs) Elaine's apartment. Elaine is on the phone talking with Jerry. Are you serious? I can't do that. I'd love to, though. Definitely. Um, I'll be there. Okay, great. See you then. Bye. Elaine hangs up the phone. I have to go to this thing tonight with a group of people. It's for breast cancer awareness. That's a great cause. Yeah, I know. They walk around in a circle, holding hands, baring their chests. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about this one. Women do that? Yeah, I don't know. They do it at bike rallies, too. I googled nipple cover, but I couldn't find any. You're not going to find anything on the internet about nipple cover. Oh, come on. You can't find out anything on the internet. It's like a black hole. I have to find out more about this. You can't. Why not? Because you're a woman. So what? You don't go on the internet looking for women's information. But this isn't a women's issue. Of course it is. This is something women want to know. All right, Elaine, (laughs) I'll help you out. You want to know how to cover your nipple? You're a woman. Not a woman. Okay, but you're a woman. Scene. (laughs) I really like breast cancer awareness. They go around burying their chests. (laughs) That actually had the beginning of like a funny scene. Yeah, yeah. I thought Jerry was going to be like, oh, well, I'll go with you. Uh, Yeah, yeah, Like that that was like the sitcom thing that I expected, like the horny man. You Um, can see this as being a prompt for actually writing a good scene. Exactly. Yeah, I think it could be really useful as writing prompts for... If a human came in and took over. Wow, that was so fun. Amazing. What did everyone think? Did they like like their AI-represented character? Loved, loved it. Sir John? It was uh, hallucinatory. 
I know it is really trippy. I do like that it seems to it, the the way that it just like randomly draws in from the internet. It makes me wonder like what if we put like Seinfeld and like Jurassic Park into the same training writing. data yeah into the same training data we could do and that like, yeah we could do that like made like crazy hybrid scenes i don't know it's it's really funny um yeah carol you did such a good job jerry everyone did a great oh, job thank you these are hard parts yeah. Yeah. yeah it is hard especially reading it yeah reading it fresh fresh yeah um, cold cold and then uh it also just being nonsense sometimes it made up words <laughs> Thanks to Carol Wiley and John Hargrave for playing Jerry and Kramer today. And thanks to Theo Kaufman for reading the stage directions. Thanks to Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David for writing Seinfeld. And a huge thanks to the Seinfeld fans who transcribed all the episodes that I used for the training data. Uh, Also thanks to the people over at OpenAI working on GPT-3 for making the API that we use on the show. And finally, thank you to Michael Sarah. This show was unwillingly solicited by our corporate overlords at Dover Demon Incorporated.